Hello and welcome to the Friends End podcast. Um, it's a much smaller pod today. It's just me and Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hello. But we're the fun ones anyway, so... Well, I didn't want to say, but... Um, we've also got um, a bit of an update because... Uh, didn't we have some connection with um, BBC Radio Oxford? Um, and we were wondering if Jerome listens in. <laughs> yeah, this is right, yeah. So on the Twitter account, um, we got a... a Okay, this is really bad. On Twitter, is it called a like or a favourite? Whatever that's called. Um, a like, I think. Uh, is like, it a like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like and retweet, one, yeah. Yeah, we got one of those from um, the BBC Radio... Uh, no, BBC Oxford Sport account. Yeah. So I don't know who runs that account, but... And if they're just finding this out now, the screenshots have been taken, so you can't undo that now. Yeah. Uh, so we were wondering who runs that account and, you know, are they a regular listener? And if it's Jerome... Um, we hope you have been listening for the whole time we've done this, um, and you'll know why I'm saying that. And if well, you listen yeah. to this regularly, you'll know why I'm saying that. Yeah, and I'm thinking that we should uh, we should maybe do a Fraser phone in at the end of yeah. the. So just yeah. you've got time to prep now, Fraser. Yeah, I'll we... have a think about a few things. Yeah, because I think it's fair to say, like we've we've just played um, Rotherham and then Ipswich, so yeah, we've got plenty to talk about, really. Um, yeah. So I think you can kind of split Rotherham into the the classic game of two halves. Uh, yeah. Going into the game with the opposition manager saying, "Well, they're the best team in the league," is yeah. something we're we're oddly fairly used to <laughs> in the last yeah. five or six years. It's been mentioned a few times, and I think it's something that managers do in general. You hear Robinson do it all the time just yeah. banding it around and he'll find a different thing like oh they're the most disciplined team in the league or the best passing yeah. team in the league or whatever he'll find something um, but yeah I, I think it reaches a point where you've got to go well we must be quite good um, yeah I think we're certainly um, was it Chris Wilder used to say in and around it or yeah. in and amongst it or whatever um, I think we're you know we're, we're certainly within what is it eight teams up at the top who are you'd think are going to be in the mix come come the end of the season. Um, but yeah, you're right, we do get this every week, that oh, we're, that's one of the best teams we've seen. I'm not complaining about it, it's a no. nice, thing, nice thing to hear. And actually, um, on, on that note, regardless of... It was the first half, wasn't it, against Rotherham, was just dire. Um, yeah. It was, regardless of that, you still had Rotherham fans... When, when Oxford fans were saying, well, that's the best team we've faced at home, you still had Rotherham fans going, well, you're the best team we faced at home. So yeah. there, there was this mutual respect that somehow turned into this really weird, let's have a rivalry with a, a team in Yorkshire. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know no, what's happened there. Um, but anyway, about the game, um, it was it was a, an average-sized squad against a team of Andre the Giants. Oh, it was, it was like a basketball team, wasn't it? And I mean, they're... Um... They, I, honestly, I don't think there's any contest. They were the best team that have come to our ground this season. Yeah, I don't think there's any question that. I thought I, I thought Rotherham were really good. To be fair, they were well organised. They were disciplined. They, they pressed us. Oh my god, more than twice as much as any other team has this season. Yeah, and, um, and not just not just we're big and strong, but the the actual football was good and effective and. It was clinical. It was, there were so many like important football words you can just whack at that performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. I mean, but having said that, 
I think at least two of those goals we probably should have avoided. It was particularly the third one. Yeah. Um, I know. I don't want to sound like uh, I'm going to go back on everything I said now because I love I love the style of football we play, the out the back pass move, that sort of thing on the ground. But with ten seconds in the half to play, you have to think that Elliot Moore needs to put his boot through that ball. Oh, a hundred percent. Make it disappear. I'm all for playing out the back, but. You know, two minutes went up on the board about two minutes ago. You've got to know in your head this is the last action of the half. Just get rid of the ball. Yeah. Oh, and it was. <laughs> I mean, you go in and, and I know it's only a goal, but two nil and three nil. I think there's a big psychological difference, isn't there? Three nil, yeah. you feel defeated. Two nil, you think, well, well, one goal, and then there's one goal left to get, and we're back in this game. Because you know? even even at three nil down, so we absolutely die. Fully deserved to be three nil down. I don't think you can argue with that. And yeah, yeah, I think the first goal was you know three or four players let let people go past them when they wouldn't normally. Um, I I'd really like to. I don't understand football. There's <laughs> 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 a soundbite for the pod. Where you've got a manager that that goes, well, Brannigan shouldn't have said that he's fit to play. Well, I sort of understand that, but aren't you the manager? Shouldn't you know? But for him to come out and say that in an interview, if he should know, you would think he would go, well, I I won't mention that then. Um, yeah, it's um, it's Carl all over, isn't it? It's you know, and I'm not I'm not having a go at Carl Robinson because I, I I I am the first to say that I was wrong about him. I wanted him gone last season, um, and I was wrong. Obviously, anyone who wanted him gone, he probably now has to admit that they they were wrong about what they thought about him. But he still has this little this thing about him where I can't help but think, shut up! <laughs> Why are you saying that? Yeah, um, and like it's it's the players' fault for telling me he was fit. What, <laughs> what were you watching? But admittedly, yeah. it, when I think of training, I think they basically do you know the warm ups they do before a match, and then they play a couple of games. That's yeah. that's in my head what training is, and it yeah, that's isn't. what I think as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just think well, what. If you knew he was an injury doubt, so don't just go. Are you fit? Brilliant. I'll whack you in the lineup then. Yeah. Surely you you're keeping an eye on him and going. He's not moving properly, is he? Um, yeah. And surely it, if you're if you're adamant that he's oh well, if he's telling you he's fit and then and then it turns out actually he wasn't. That's surely internal. Just keep that to yourself and yeah. You know, don't air that. As the manager, just take the grief that fans are going to say. Well, why did you pick him? And you're thinking internally. Well, he told me he was, you know, but you just make it worse, don't you, if you start broadcasting that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you said it was fine. Well, I'll, I can <laughs> tell you on my Senate forward then. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. Anyway, yeah, so the, the move kind of started with him pulling out of a tackle in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, in fact, two of the goals started with our goal kick, which is a bit annoying. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just sort of eased it around the wing, got round roughs easier than they normally would. And then really odd moment where the ball goes into the middle and Eastie sort of, no one's picking up um, Vassal. Eastie sort of gambles on him missing it, even though he's definitely not going to. I don't yeah. I don't get what happened with that goal, and Eastie really. sort of gam- gambled that he was going to go the other way, didn't he? So he, went, he dived completely the wrong direction, which I know the damage was dirty. But if he dived the right way, the ball probably would have gone under him anyway. But yeah. it looked like a bizarre save. When you see the highlight back, you think, what's he doing there? Yeah. Um, um, it's like he's watching a different ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then you've got... It, it, I think a rusty goalkeeper for the second goal didn't yeah, know whether yeah, to come was... or stay. What I'd found really odd about that goal, though, was 
did did any of our fans sort of uh, give grief to Vassell throughout the game or throughout his time at Oxford? Um, throughout the game, I mean, I sit behind the goal. Um, they gave him a little bit, but I don't think that's because he was Vassell. I think it's just because he was the goal scorer and they celebrated like sort of in front of us. But yeah, yeah, and it it seemed to be he had this whole I'm gonna go and stand to the fans and do this Messiah type position and you think when he was with us no I don't remember him getting any bad press or anything I don't recall I thought we were quite supportive behind it we certainly were on the podcast Um, was he was he Appleton era yeah right okay was he yeah Yeah. Um, and he was fine he was he was you know up and coming but he was fine and it just seemed like he was going there look how wrong were you all and it (laughs) just like why is he celebrating like that oh because it's for sale I yeah. didn't even realise it was <laughs> Yeah, I know. And there wasn't there an awe of this with um there was an element of this with Tyler Roberts. Um when he did he go to Walsall after us and he's at Leeds now. And there was this I think he scored against us or he did something and there was a sort of thing of you lot said I wasn't good enough, but you really weren't when you were with us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest now. Yeah, um, yeah, he went somewhere, didn't he? And then Shrewsbury as well. I don't know. There are some yeah, strikers. Yeah. It's like, I think you think there's beef when there's not. We, we don't care about you. Um, yeah. But anyway, Rotherham fully deserved the, the win based oh, on the first half performance. Yeah, I think we were the better side in the um, second half. But as I said against Gillingham when they were at home, how much of that was Rotherham just knowing that they've won the game? Yeah, um, but good to see Brown score. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Um, great for, to have him back and to score a goal was was brilliant, wasn't it? Um, yeah, you know, it's it, it, he. he um, there, there was an immediate difference um, when him and Nathan Holland came on. Um, you saw it straight away. The pace they had down that wing and the things they started to create. It's like they they suddenly we just came alive. Uh, yeah, it reminded me of. Obviously, we didn't get back into it like this game, but Coventry. Yeah. When Fosso and Baptiste came on, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute, just like, oh, we've got some life. Um, yeah. there's there's something to support here. Um, because although they didn't lose the fans, it, it you know they easily could have. And had we not been, you know, as as in and around it as we are slash were, it, mm. I think I think it could have turned um, at that point. Um, Matt Taylor should have scored. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, you you put your you put your house on him finishing that. Anyone out of anyone in the squad who you think you'd want in that position, it's exactly him. And, exactly his sort of finish. And that's the one. Yeah, it, that's the one that he had with his feet. He then was called offside later in the game, but put the header straight at the keeper, which he seemed mm. really annoyed. He was called offside about, and you think, well, you missed it anyway, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I would just not draw attention to that. Um, yeah. And then Baptiste. Baptiste, just oh, stop, stop, God. and just shoot. Oh, oh, that was infuriating. Do you know what it was like? At first, you felt a bit bad that you were so angry with him because he of what he had done the week before against Hartlepool. But then you think, no, it's sort of deeper than that, isn't it? You think he's. You've seen this a lot with footballers. He's a great, great talent, or could be prospect. But yeah, sorry, yeah, prospect. Yeah, but he he. He seems to be obsessed with this. I need to do. I need to roll my studs over the ball one more time to show how good I am. We know how good you are, and we'd think you're even better if you fire the ball into the back of the net. Well, yeah, and it, it like speaking as a really basic point of view, it keeps the defender guessing what you're going to yeah. do. Is he going to shoot yeah. or is he going to go for it? Because, or is he going to 
going to try another trick because part of the reason the defender and the keeper were able to deal with all of that is because they watch match of the day as well. Yeah, so. yeah. But the funny thing is, is that in that chance, he did the fancy bit. He got past two defenders and it was done. All you have to do is shoot now. You've, you've done that bit. Oh, <laughs> you're doing it again. Oh, it was so yeah. frustrating. Because, I mean, with those two chances, we end up, you know, potentially with a draw and, and yeah... Uh, yeah, is it potentially papering over the cracks if you end up with something from that game? Yeah, I mean, there's still things to address from the first half, aren't there? But, I mean, his chance, I think, was on 48 minutes. So then it's 3-1 with basically a half of football to play. And can we find two goals? I mean, we know that squad is capable of finding two goals. Yeah. So oh, there we go. It's done now. Um, you know, nothing we can do is there, but, but <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um and then uh, into Ipswich. Now, after losing against Doncaster, winning in the cup, but losing again at Rotherham, you're at a point where you can lose three in a row in the league. Um, yeah. It's important to stop the rot. Um, yeah. I, I think rot's a strong term. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Brief mould. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of a damp issue. And, yeah. Well, I mean, how apt is that in terms of... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... It, you were in the East End, and it, it, from what you said, it didn't look as bad as it was. Yeah, it's weird. It, I, I, honestly, I didn't get home. Um, I didn't get home. It wasn't until I got home that I saw um, Tim Walker of High Tim fame. Hi, Tim. Um, hi, Tim. I saw his... He shared some video that was taken from like where the camera gantry is. And I couldn't... Be, I thought... I, I mean, I know you say this as a joke or as a sarcastic comment, but I genuinely thought I was looking at a different game. I thought, what what, what game is that a clip of? Yeah. I couldn't believe what it looked like. And honestly, from the East End, you could see the ball, when it was being passed around, was stopping quickly. So you thought, well, there's clearly some water there. But nothing like what, what you saw on that clip. I couldn't believe it. Because I, I wasn't, you know, vocally booing the stoppages of that the ref was doing to, to assess the pitch again. But I was sort of thinking, is it that bad? I can't I can't see what's going on here. And then yeah, God, when you see it afterwards, oh my god, were you in that? Are you at the game or uh, no, so yeah. I my experience of it was iFollow, which you can obviously watch when it's oh, not okay, a Saturday yeah. three o'clock. I was I was on an acting job in Kent unfortunately, oh, so I didn't have time to, to get over. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean so all everything I saw was from telecam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was this really odd, um, this odd thing where I'm like, I've spent a tenner on this and they've just stopped play for 18 minutes. Do I get this back? What happens? Um, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the m- most... Um, it, it didn't help the game, did it? But it was no. two teams going for it. And what I really liked about the whole thing was that the fans didn't like the ref... And then at the end of the game, both managers come out and go, well, this is why, this is what happened during that time. And most fans have just gone, oh, all right, fine. And it just yeah. shows <laughs> if instead of defending the ref all the time, if the ref could actually say, oh, the reason I gave that, the reason I didn't give that was this. Yeah. Then not all the time, admittedly, no, no, but um, a lot of the time I reckon fans will go, oh, fair enough. That makes sense. I, I yeah. understand then. Um, quite complimentary of him afterwards wasn't he yeah he, said he made the right call and he was assessing the situation and yada because i think he did inspect the pitch before the game didn't he but then yeah. obviously the the biblical rain arrived yeah and, um yeah it was 
Yeah, well, he did the right thing, didn't he? Yeah, the the thing that Lambert moaned about was um, was the penalty decision that they didn't get. Um, yeah. But he, the the ref said afterwards, it's because I just hadn't given a foul on Massinio when he was fouled. So, yeah. and and Lambert sort of well, that two wrongs don't make him right. They sort of do because Oxford should have had a free so, kick. You should never have been in the yeah. box. What he should have done is gone back, but it would have looked ridiculous. He should have gone back and gone. Actually, no, I've decided yeah. this was a foul now. And I, I, you know, I sort of get annoyed when uh, managers, in particular, try to apply real life to football because it doesn't work. You know, you can you can all well and good come out and say or live on the fact that an expression exists of um, two wrongs don't make a right. You can keep saying that till the cows come home, but football doesn't work like that. We know this. No. And Paul Lambert, as a manager, he's been a manager for years and a player for years, uh, all levels of the game. He would have been the beneficiary thousands of times of referees balancing things up, if you like. Of course, they shouldn't do it, but they've done it since time immemorial. That's they've always done that. Yeah, you know. Um, and exactly, it was a foul on uh, Messinio, wasn't it? Um, just before the penalty shout, yeah. and then it was a penalty. But the ref balanced it up. Now refs aren't supposed to do that, no. but it's 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 not an isolated incident. No. <laughs> they happen hundreds of times every week. Yeah, and this was there wasn't even a break in play between the two, so no. it, it wasn't like it then went out and then there was another decision to give. The, the ball should never have got into the box <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. for the penalty decision. But yeah, it, cool. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all very odd. And I've said it time and time again. It's all well and good him coming out at the end and going, well, we should have had a penalty, so we should have won that game. You had 89 other minutes to score. Yeah, and it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. A, a, you know it wasn't great conditions to play a game of football in. But you you can't just go well. It's a ref's fault because he didn't give us one decision. It, right. it, like well, why don't you take your other chances then? It, like yeah. that annoys me in general, and it, it happened with with oh, well, it happens with Carl all the time. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, and it, it sort of annoys me when you go, oh well, that shouldn't have been a corner in the first place. Then don't bother defending it. Just yeah. stand there and look at them score. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous argument. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, anyway, so it, I was watching the um, Robinson preview to the game against Gillingham and he said about it, it's quite weird that we won however many in a row and uh, was it, it three draws in 17 games or something like that or 18 games yeah. um, and the rest were wins and we didn't really close the gap uh, on the top. We then had like... He didn't say this bit, but we then have a, like average form to get us from ten points to top to five points from top, and then we've got one point from three games and closed the gap to four points. <laughs> like, how ridiculous make any is sense, that? It? Like it when they say they all add up, like those points that that is exactly how it works. You can win, but if the top teams are winning as well, it makes no difference. And then as soon as you pick up a point and no one else yeah. does, you're like, oh, hang on, we're all of a sudden, we, we go into a game or two games where you're five points from top. You're playing Rotherham, who are second, uh, now yeah. first, and Ipswich, who are, who are up there <laughs> as well. And you end up going, oh, we only got a point, but we're now only four points from top. It's so weird, isn't it? There were times in November and December when we kept winning games. We, we, had, we, won, we won home games 3-0, like, was it four or five times? Yeah. And, you kept thinking, like, you kept looking at the table and thinking, 
I thought we'd be higher than that. And and then thinking, what the hell does it feel like to be at the top? How many fucking games have they won? Yeah, yeah, it must be insane. <laughs> and and yeah. I, I think maybe, you know, that when you spend so long at the top, like Wickham did, because um, yeah. they're now second on, on goal difference, um, it, you must then think, they were 10 points clear last month. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I can't. I mean, I, I I didn't think they would hold their lead, but that's a real capitulation, isn't it? I mean, that's um. How's your father-in-law? <laughs> Is <laughs> um, he doing all right? We're we're just not talking about football when we're together. <laughs> Every time it comes up, I sort of go, "Ah, oh, well, it's all right for us at the weekend." Um, <laughs> and then we, we do have them in March, don't we? At their place. Yeah, yeah. Are you going? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will be, but I might have a I might have a reason I can't stick around that evening. <laughs> um, Washing your hair, yeah, just one of those. Oh, I've got to shoot straight off. I'm afraid. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I do always have to say this: if you're a first time listener, Liam's father in law is a Wickham fan. Maybe. Yeah, that's why. That's what's going on. Well, and Spurs because you know Wickham, okay. fa- Wickham fans don't only support one team. Um, <laughs> is your wife in the room? <laughs> She is giving me a look. I'm not going to lie. This is rare. She never hears me do a podcast and she can't even hear your end of the conversation, Fraser, but she knows. <laughs> she knows. Um, anyway, uh, that's that's thrilling listening to anyone. <laughs> Sorry about Hi, Jerome. Um, yeah, hi, Jerome. Yeah. Uh, we've talked more football in that, I don't know, 20 seconds than some of your listeners do on Radio Watford. Um, anyway... Uh, so that's that's kind of where we are table-wise. Before we move on to looking at Gillingham, um, the four signings we've made, happy. Yeah, yeah Christ. We, well, yeah, the last time we recorded this podcast, um, <laughs> we were just about to do them. <laughs> hours before the signings yeah, happened. There we go. Um, yeah, they. I mean, we, we signed... Um, <clears throat> obviously, Nathan Holland came with... So much, uh, so many good reports from West Ham fans, uh, and he played against us in that game, didn't he? Yeah, um, he was he was probably their standout man, being bad yeah. average. <laughs> yeah, so um, can't beat him, join him, and all that luck. But um, yeah, it, 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 I was really impressed with because we say all the time, don't we? We say every window. Well, the club say, or managers from the club say, well, we're going to do our business early, and we're going to get. X amount in, and then this time we really did. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because it reached the. It was the eighth we did the first signing, wasn't it? Yeah. On the seventh, people were like, I thought we were getting this done early. This is ridiculous. We're missing out on everyone. It's like chill yeah. out. It's been a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really nice to see uh, a few times in the Rotherham game. Obviously, second half because uh, they were playing at that point. But it, Brown, there was one in particular. The first one he did, he was roughly in the centre of the pitch and just. It was like he was right on top of the ball, but dinked it over to the corner, and yeah. Holland was running onto it, and he did it the kind of reverse of that later in the game. And I, I guess they've been playing together when they were both at West Ham. Um, yeah, I, they I seem guess to so, get, yeah. get each other. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and it's funny when they announced or when the rumours first came up of Marcus Brown. Um, I initially thought because I feel like we're that good this year, I did think, will he struggle to get into the team? Will he go straight in? Or, But I don't know why I thought that, because I had forgotten quite the talent that he was. I mean, there was a reason he went to Middlesbrough, isn't there? Yeah. So, um, I mean, how but... smug must Robinson have been when he went <laughs> yeah. when he went at the beginning of the season, oh, moving to Middlesbrough is the wrong choice for him, so I reckon he should come here. When that call came through, there must have been a bit of a like, you're right, 
Should we watch this interview back I did six months ago? Or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, um, that was being spoken about around me, and I was like, I'll, I'll have that for the podcast and pretend it's my idea. Uh, <laughs> it is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is true. Um, Kelly, we obviously haven't seen yet because um, he's not completely fit. Hasn't played since October. Um, yeah, excited for that. Yeah, he's. I knew about Brown because of last season, obviously. Um, Holland was one of those players that you go, oh, I've never heard of him. And you look him up on YouTube and go, I have to, we have to buy him. We're going to yeah. win. We're going to win everything. <laughs> I'm never going to die. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then Kelly is just, it's one of those names you go, well, we're not actually linked to him, are we? Because he's really good. Like Fosu. Yeah. Um, like everyone in the championship and, and League One have heard of them. And yeah. it's it's exciting to be linked to that now. Yeah, because he went to Reading, didn't he? Oh, he's from Reading. Um, yeah. And then he went to um, where was it in in the Netherlands? Um, uh, Feyenoord. Feyenoord. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure on that pronunciation either. <laughs> uh, whatever we say, I can. Yeah. It's it's certainly not the local pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that one. Yeah, the one yeah. the F one. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and he again, he comes with a lot of good reports. Um, it, it sort of strikes me as a player who had a lot of um, expectation and then maybe it didn't quite work out and now this is another chance for him. Yeah. Because um, he didn't actually have any appearances at final, did he? So No. Um, so, but yeah, it's... Um, but have you seen his unveiling? It was the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, what is, what's going on? I, it, <laughs> You know when you look at something and go, that is mental. Why has that happened? I've I've seen it happen in um, in Madrid when they're at the at the Bernabeu and in comes a helicopter and they're delivering the Champions League uh, yeah. trophy and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, it's gimmicky. I get why you're doing it. To do that for a player that you're then not going to play is what? But yeah. I sort of really wish Oxford did it. <laughs> Oh God! Imagine it. <laughs> yeah, we've got this guy from Eastleigh who it looks like he's going straight back on loan to Eastleigh. <laughs> um, a good investment for him as well, I think. Rob Atkinson. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to overhype him too much, but it seems like maybe there's a thought that Rob Dickey may depart in the summer. I don't know because um... he's left-sided, isn't he? I think I. Oh yeah. I reckon it's probably more to become the left-sided centre back. Us needing cover there for um, when Moose becomes a coach. Yeah, yeah. And um, and on that, actually, he was on the touchline for Rotherham, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, which I thought was the... really good. I think that's why he wasn't playing. So many people going, well, Moose should have been playing. I think it's because Robinson was in the stand and they wanted Moose yeah. to have that touchline experience without just like being shadowed by <laughs> Carl yeah. Robinson. Um, because obviously he's a bit of a louder man. Um, but yeah so left and right back still needed Um, and then he's talked about a striker as well we'll see what happens there do you get a feeling that I mean I I have no idea the club finances but are we pushing towards the edge of a wage budget or I don't know they said they said the other day on um, on Radio Oxford that in terms of financial fair play they're still living off the Gavin White sale Right, okay. So yeah. they've still got leeway to go with that. I guess you've got that. You've got uh, a good cup run in one cup. You've got, yeah. you can already put money in the bank from the Newcastle game. Yeah, going, we're yeah, going to yeah. get 50% of that um, that gate, which is going to be pretty pretty huge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think all... Uh, I, 
I am of the opinion that you're probably right, but apparently not. So, um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. We'll um, see, yeah. So, next pod, we'll be talking about the, the Newcastle game in more detail yeah. and reviewing the game we're about to preview. Uh, yeah. That was a really odd segue I did there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, so, Gillingham. Um, it was fairly easy at home, but they were on a poor run of form. Um, and we were on a, an absolute blistering run of form. Yeah. Um, it's sort of switched now. I wouldn't say our form's poor, but it's definitely shaky. Um, yeah, they, <coughs> they've they just turned it around, really, haven't they? They've just got um, a, a few good results in a row and are pushing up the table. Yeah. Um, um, it's... Uh... You never count as much as we don't like to say this. You never count Steve Evans out, do you? As Steve no. Evans' team, um, he has a this sort of like Robinson's record at MK Dons. He has this strange knack of just being able to get into playoff places at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have to. Um, I don't. I've got no. I've really got no idea about tomorrow. We're really going to have to find. We have to rediscover our goal scoring form, aren't we? Yeah. Because um, I mean, we had. We've scored what one in three league games now. I know yeah. we had the four in the cup, but you've got to count for that was Hartlepool United. Um, yeah. So and yeah, we're gonna know have... if we don't score at the end of the game, he's gonna come out with some sort of like oh, oh their, their lucky goals have have dried up or something like that. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna have the last laugh if we don't oh, yeah. win. He can't wait. Yeah, I mean he. he... I was going to say he doesn't like us, but he doesn't like anyone really, does he? So no. I don't think we're alone in that boat. But we've played him so many times, um, his uh, management of different teams. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've really, I've not got. I don't know how to call tomorrow. I think um, it's going to be a you know a fiery atmosphere. They've um, they're all right at home, aren't they? And it's uh, not the yeah. nicest of places to to get anything from. Um, but. You know, we've um, I don't know prediction prediction. Hmm. Yeah, I always like to predict a win, but see, I, I actually like to... do feel a win tomorrow. I I yeah. feel that um, as much as Steve Evans knows how to grind out a result and how to get a team on a run and stuff like that, I have faith in Robinson's tactical ability to be able to to override that yeah, 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 um, yeah I think you put the, the two managers next to each other and in terms of actual like knowledge of the game and not just you know without without belittling Steve Evans too much I don't think he's as tactically clued up as, as Robinson is um, no. so I think Robinson's got it in him to, to undo that and I've just got to believe we can do the double over Steve Evans because oh. what a wonderful year that would be if we can do the double over them and beat Bristol Rovers at home, well, with <laughs> with Taylor scoring a hat trick, <laughs> yeah, oh god, and I want I want the hat trick to go in on eighty eight, eighty nine, and ninety, and all three um, goals to be offside. <laughs> yeah, and I want us to be two 0 down before they were going in. Yeah, <laughs> I want all of this to happen. <laughs> if it doesn't happen now, the game's a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, I know, big time. Loads of fans um, have left just before the first goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't leave yeah. before the end. Oh, God, yeah. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, we can only hope, can't we? But yeah, prediction for I'm Gillingham. Gonna go 2-1. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go 2-1 as well to Oxford. Come on. Cool. Yeah, I like faith. it. I think Brown will score again. And I think someone else will. 
but I don't know. I want who. Steve Evans to hang his gut over into the field of play and the ball smashes off of that and into the net. I and mean, that would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah, I, I, I just really hope that we do win. Uh, I mean, obviously I hope that we win, but I think the important thing now is is keeping up with the pack for now until yeah, we've yeah, until we're scoring more like we were before because I mean that stat is changing isn't it it was we've scored more than any other team we've scored mm. more than any other team other than Man City and Liverpool we've scored more at home than any other team except Man City and Liverpool we've scored yeah. more outside the box than any other team so it's like yeah. you're gradually going oh that's not true anymore because others are scoring more than us like oh here's yeah. another stat we'll <clears throat> use for a bit yeah um, and, and the great yeah. thing about League One this year I think is there's not a single team who most people are looking at and saying well they'll probably win the league um, you know in the past you've had Luton Sheffield United uh, Wigan Bolton yeah. whoever else Barnsley um, yeah Barnsley yeah so there's usually uh, one or two teams we're all looking at and saying well those two will get the autos but this year it's so wide open more yeah. so than I think we've ever known it in the it's our fourth year in league one I think um, yeah more so more, definitely more so than we've known it to be um, yeah and we're in we're in the mix so it's, yeah, it's sort of waiting for someone to take that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it could be us. It, I, I feel from, from all the games I've seen this season that Rotherham will win the league. But then you, you just think all it takes is a couple, of, a couple of missed chances or something like that. And they go through a, another bad run of form. Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen. No. Um, yeah, the, the things I can't see happening... I can't see Wickham getting it back and winning the league. I can't see Gillingham winning winning the league. And that's from mm. only seeing them once this season. But I just, I can't imagine them not losing now until the end of the season. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I can't, I can't, I really can't see it. Um, I'd actually, I'd actually say Gillingham before Wickham would probably be in a better chance at the moment. Um, I just think Wickham peaked far too soon. Um, yeah. And the, when the, but the weird thing is, you can't be ten points ahead on luck. They must have had something about them that was winning them games. Well, weirdly, they they reached a point where in mid December they still hadn't played the top teams. Oh, so okay. I know well, they we still like had one of us the first ones. In. Yeah, we were we were the first of that run. So they had us, Ipswich, um, Coventry, right next to each other. That's um, a hell of a run, isn't it? Then they had <laughs> going up to Sunderland, who. Even though they're not where they want to be, they are. They're an intimidating place yeah, to go. But uh, but hey, I tell you, I think Sunderland are going to. Well, they are the late runner, aren't they? I yeah. think they. You you look at that squad, and because I had a look, I thought I thought the other day, who actually who's in the Sunderland squad? You look at it, and you just think, Jesus, that is a squad. I mean, just if they're just half managed right, they'll do well. Yeah. Um, and you can never count them out. I mean, as much as we don't like to admit that, I think their biggest downfall. Um, and anyone who knows a Sunderland fan or any Sunderland fans that for some reason would be listening to this won't like this but I think the fans are their downfall when it takes two minutes it takes going a goal behind it takes um, 20 minutes when they've not had a shot for the fans to go this is ridiculous we should be in the Premiership and turn on the team that's where their poor run comes from I think and I know it's the players job to turn that round but 
it must be difficult when you've got 20-odd thousand in the stadium and they're annoyed because you're eight minutes in and not 4-0 up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it can't be the best atmosphere to play in, but um, no. there we go. Um, so, um, we're, yeah, we've decided we're definitely going to beat Gillingham. And yep. uh, we'll be back to talk about that post-match and uh, preview Newcastle. Did you see, uh, before we go, did you see Zaki's tweet on the stadium? I did, yeah. It was a bit strange, that, wasn't it? I thought it was a bit... just seemed a bit odd that he'd suddenly... I don't know I, what it was in reference to. Well, no, this is the thing, is that I thought... Ha- had a big rumour mill gone off in the last week or something, I could understand what that tweet would be about. But... It, and also, he tweeted it at about half eleven at night. Yeah, As it, it just it, the whole thing seemed a bit a bit strange that he'd suddenly come out with that. And um, it, I don't know, it was as if he'd been told something that he thought, "Well, that's nonsense," or or I'll quash that no. from another party. Going, I've just seen this rumor. Can you put an end yeah. to it? Like, it, I don't know. There's there. It definitely wasn't a like, I'm going to tweet this. Like, something led to him <laughs> yeah. to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that you immediately read that and think, what rumour are you talking about? <laughs> that's yeah. the first thing you think. And then you think, what's prompted you to tweet that? Yeah, a um, bit like when Robinson goes, oh, yeah, fans say this. And it's because he's read something somewhere on a forum. <laughs> yeah. That, In fact... I don't know what you're this, on about. This leads me to something that winds me up on modern day Twitter, right? When a, a celebrity is is trending and you click it and all it is is people saying, oh my God, I thought so-and-so had died because they were trending. And you can never actually find out why they were originally trending. Yeah, It's like, well, what, what are you all referring to? What was the real thing? Especially yeah. when it ends up like uh, someone I know, their surname is Ollie's. And they put, I was really excited because my name was trending, but it, it turns out that someone in Love Island is called Ollie, and people right. don't know how an apostrophe works. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, those things are, are pretty funny. Um, yeah. it, talking about rumours and stuff, really quickly before we go, um, Carl Robinson is rumoured to, oh, yeah. to be on the table to be one of those foreign managers, what he hates. <laughs> <laughs> Because he even said last week in the interview um, leading up to the game about, well, foreign managers can say what they want and brought back that. And oh. yeah, he's been linked to man- manager where he could, you know, presumably F and blind on the touchline and, and all would be fine. Yeah, yeah. His words do have a bit of a Brexit about them, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, it's definitely there. And yeah. Then um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird though. It just completely came out of left field, didn't it? I'd, you know, I saw that and thought, I originally thought well, that must be one of those accounts where it's just been created yesterday and they've tweeted three things but well, it, it was it, from quite some official not official but it turns well regarded out sources Robinson's agent lives near Malaga okay for right. a lot of the year so I think it's probably someone's gone oh they're managerless this manager's agent is there they're doing alright in the league you know and putting yeah. two and two together um, but Robinson seems to it seems to have dismissed it and said at some point I'd love to manage abroad which I wasn't <laughs> expecting, but there we go. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that's probably about everything. Um, cool. Do you want to do a quick phone in, Fraser? Um, I can fire one out, yeah, if Jerome's listening. Yeah, it's sort of <clears throat> rude not to. Um, <laughs> Just for Jerome. Yeah. If we're going to find out that some researcher does that account. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, I also feel that they've liked it on the wrong account. 
yeah, <laughs> yeah like no, no. I think that's exactly what's happened yeah, yeah yeah so now I'm trying to figure out who usually likes our tweet but didn't like that one hi Rufy Roo <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we got you we it's got not the you. longest list is it of, of yeah. people who like our tweets anyway no. um, right uh, hello we have Fraser on line one hello Fraser hello Jerome right uh, I know you've been avoiding my calls so glad you're listening now um, I just want to say that I think the season's been a disaster. Um, you know, starting on New Year's Day, first game lost, um, and we've lost the other. The, well, we we lost all three league games this year, so I'm not happy about it. Well, I think what? Yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying. It's a bit of a poor run, but we you know we did well before that, and we're we're now in a, the strongest position in the league we've been at this this time of year for what 25 years. That's got to count for something. But the season started on New Year's Day. Well, the year transfer, did. Transfer window opened last Saturday, not signed anyone. I'm not happy about that. Well, we've got the loan players in, and then we've brought someone in to loan out. Um, do, do you not see any, well, any positives in Brown and Holland in particular? When can we loan out Wilder? Because he's not been pulling his weight for ages. He's rubbish. Well, um, <clears throat> I think the, the, the re- recruitment team bring out the, the who we're going to sign. Um, and then Robinson sort of listens to advice on that and sometimes chips in as well. So it's not all just down to the manager. Listen, Robinson's fruit and barley has been on borrow time for ages. And I'm not hanging about. I'm off. See you later. Uh, okay. Well, thanks for your call. <laughs> I liked the fruit <laughs> no and barley. Worries. That was my favourite thing. <laughs> I always sit in the stand and think... Robinson's Yellow Army should yeah. be Robinson's Fruit and Barley. Or I, sounds a lot like it. I said that to, to my dad and, and brother the other day and said, are they singing Carl Robinson's Fruit and Barley? And I thought it was hilarious, but they I just... Think it's how, they oh, just like, uh, no, they're singing... Oh, wow, what? Yeah, I, I obviously <laughs> didn't think they were singing Robinson's Fruit and Barley. When, uh, when you realised they thought you were... They thought that you really thought that, did you think, what do they think of me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have this auntie that doesn't, doesn't get when I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh no, I don't think it's that, I think it's because this. But yeah, I know, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah, I've gathered that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, that right. is a longer podcast than I thought we would do about yeah. two losses. Um, <laughs> there we are. Um, thanks to everyone who's listened, and we'll speak to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.